Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef? It's a podcast about Top Chef, and that's a broadcast. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Welcome to Pod Chef, All the right. official Top All Chef right. podcast. The only official Top Chef podcast. For those of you who know, you got that intro. Um, those of you who don't know, you need to step your game up. Um, or you're too young. It's Pod Chef. It's another week. It's the three best friends. Well, well, yeah, I guess it's the three best friends now. Reeves, are you here? You better believe it, baby. Ooh, who's back from surfing? And um, I, I, I assume Brian's here too. So um, I'm also back from surfing the web. And I was on so okay, so Reeves, you're back from Hawaii. What? Please regale us. What did you do? What did you get into? Tell us about your Howie. We know you were surfing, so we know you've hanged 10. I was hanging 10. All 10? All 10, which as wow. you guys know, means that you got all your toesies on the board. That is mm-hmm. literally what our surf instructor told me it meant. Mm-hmm. He said toesies? He said toesies. They said toesies? He said toesies, and then he kind of winked at me, and so I... I think he might be part of the Foot Clan, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah good freaks. Yeah. What's up? They're in Hawaii too. Yeah, yeah. they they stay in Hawaii, brother. A lot of flip flops in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Only flip flops. It's a good place yeah. for them, actually. No, yeah, they don't allow it. shoes there, right, Reeves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have or shoes shirts. on, yeah. If you no have shirts, a shoes, no shoes no and shirts, yeah, then you have problems, and you're not allowed <laughs> to get serviced in any way. Yeah. So yeah, I went surfing. Um, I went on a boat tour of the island, which was very aggressive. There was a point where it felt like at least five people got sick. Oh, (laughs) the the waves? Yes, it was very rocky. Mm. Um, Also, beforehand, the, (laughs) the captain gave us a little chat beforehand, and the crew of or the the tour he went on before must have been the worst tour he had been on because it seemed like everything he was saying was a reaction to what had just happened (laughs) on that tour. He was complaining about people fighting over their seats, people Mm. using their cameras too much. If your camera, if your phone falls over, he's not going to go get it. If you get sick, he's not going to go get it. He's not going to go go get the sick. He's not going to go get your vomit or anything like that. Clean it back up for you. That's not fair. It's mine, and I want it back. Mm-hmm. It's part of my property. Can you guys hear the little chef losing his mind right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ginny in there um, uh, putting milk in her eggs or something as she cooks them. It could be that. It could also be like there's maybe like a food delivery person, and he's just like, that's disgusting. How <laughs> dare you eat food that's delivered? You make all of your food. Um, so he's happy we're back. The, the little chef. Um, so yeah, boat tours. Um, I think I said this on the episode before I left that I was going to get sunburned, and I did the first day. You better yeah. believe nice. it. Baby. I saw. I saw. I saw in the pictures. I saw in the <laughs> pictures that you were looking red. I'm looking red. That's I, I. I go red, and then I go freckly, and that's it. Those are the only lanes I can be in. <laughs> so yeah, it was nice. Um, and then the governor said that he didn't want us there anymore when we were there. That was nice. He said, uh, you guys should go home. He said that specifically to you and Jenny. He right? went door to door, right? He went door to door and said, do you live here? And we said, no, we're visiting. And said, yeah, you need to get out. Pack your bags. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want you here. You guys shouldn't be here. It's dangerous. All right. And he said, sorry. So sorry. But we're back now. And we're safe. All right. Well, you're not the only one who was surfing. Brian, what's been going on at your house? Oh, flood, flooding? I didn't surf yeah. the flood. I was... Uh, yeah, you hang 10 on that flood? Yeah, I had all 10 toesies in it. <clears throat> feet picks went up. Wet feet. Yeah, we had... So apparently there was a hurricane or something that happened yesterday in New Jersey and New York. Uh-huh, I don't uh-huh. think that it was a hurricane, but there were like tornadoes and it. Uh, our power went out around f- 6 o'clock and then stayed off until uh, like 11 o'clock this morning. 
Mm-hmm. Um, government was testing their weather machines. They mm-hmm. work. Um, if they wanted to hit them on Jersey, they work. You know, that's the thing they actually do in Dubai, right? What? They, uh, they uh, shoot up electricity, electrostatic into the atmosphere so that rain happens. Also sounds like a pretty cool thing to happen at like a rave to shoot electricity up into the sky. They have, they have, yeah. pl- they have planes that literally fly around Dubai as with soon electricity. As the music hits. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, oh, oh man. Just electricity. <laughs> when, when the beat drop, just like, like, oh man, you imagine like a Skrillex beat drops and electricity comes out of the sky? Yeah, they're testing the weather up there. Mm-hmm. Is that what you were? Talking about yeah, it's basically that. There's a it's a club in the sky, and as the beats going and it drops, literally every hit of the bass is like shooting electricity sparks off the plane in like this big huge sphere. So, and then like rain clouds form and like thunder and rain falls. I mean, God, God really is just a DJ, right? Here we go. (laughs) When you think about it, Mm -hmm. spinning Mm -hmm. the ones and twos. The ones and two being, of course. Flora and fauna. Oh. Be careful that kind of talk. <laughs> um, you know, he's like, let's try a wet one. Puts on a nice vinyl. Starts to rain. He's like, let's kick mm. it up a notch. Puts down some wind. Let's do a throwback. And then he puts on Nelly's Hot Mirror. <laughs> and it gets really hot. <laughs> the other ones don't have songs that correlate with the weather. Just that they song. Yeah, just, that just weathers. And that's a good throwback, too. Yeah. The um, easy yeah throw. It's like a little lob. <laughs> Everyone remembers that one. Uh, yeah, it, uh, especially because God is an infinite amount of age. So a throwback for him could be, you know, here's uh, two stars banging or something. <laughs> I don't know how electricity. How the, the sound the of two works. stars banging? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what J-Lo, music was. J-Lo and Ben Affleck, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, we had like six inches of uh, of uh, water in our basement. There was more, probably just one little room didn't have um, uh, like a filtration thing, so mm-hmm. that's the one where it had. We were for shoveling water into a bucket until we uh, found a wet vac that the old um, people who lived here had left for us. Use that; it holds six gallons. Took about five or six of those, plus five or six buckets that were five gallons. So we had like. A lot, like 60 gallons. gallons. Yeah, you had gallons in there. So it was crazy. And now we have like dehumidifiers going down there. And uh, hopefully, you know what? Being a homeowner, this is it's just par for the course, right? I mean, yeah. you just kind of live with it. Do you think the previous owners left that wet vac? Because they're like, oh, they're going to need this. Yeah, I do. I do. I do think they left, did that for that reason. They have a sump pump is a thing that you will get to know if you live in a place that might flood. Mm-hmm. We had one. It needed to have a battery, but the power went out, and then the the backup battery didn't work. Mm. So the sump pump didn't do what it's supposed to do. You know what you got to do? You always got to make sure you got your backup batteries ready to go. It's a big, huge, like, car battery thing in, a, in like, a toolbox. And mm. it looked like it looked like it was good to go, and then it didn't. Mm. And then Carrie looked at it, and she said, we're going to need a bigger battery mm-hmm. in the water. And Brian was like, that's not a battery. This is a battery. This is a battery. Mm-hmm. It was it a double A. <laughs> yeah, it actually was a battery. I also went to another wedding over the weekend. <laughs> oh, walk us through that. Yeah. Where was this? Connecticut? No, this was in uh, upstate New York. It was in Big Indian, New York. Big Indian. It's a, I, I it's think I've the, seen it's in the that. Catskills. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was nice. I got to dance the horror for the first time. I've never done that before. It was a lot of fun. The horror. Yeah, the at like a Jewish wedding, they like where the people get put up on chairs and everyone kind of dances around them in a circle. Someone put you up on a chair? No, <laughs> no, I was doing the dancing around. I wasn't the bride and groom or the father of the bride and groom. But you asked, huh? right? You, you asked, asked if you could I be know next. you. I, I sat in the chair you. and I was like, "Me next." <laughs> and what they all do? They tried. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot nice fault them for trying. <laughs> yeah. Did it make me feel bad when they couldn't do it? Hell yeah, I felt awful. I felt terrible. <laughs> So they all overall, patted you in the back. Did it overall ruin my experience? Yeah, did I have a little bad time after that? <laughs> huh? We can't get everything we want, you know. At least you tried. I did try. Yeah, I, know, I tried real hard. So what did you have at this wedding? Uh, did you get the filet, beef this time? Flay got the beef this time. Yeah, finally. Nice. It was this good. Guy, Solid. I could have had beef both weekends. The fish was fish. good. I, I I do not regret getting the fish. I'm glad that I went fish beef. 
this was good. The appetizer was just a salad, though, and not like a nice riz. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Reeves, you listened to the episode, right? I did listen. It was great. Again, mm. I got very positive feedback on your episode <laughs> without me. That's always fun. It just motivates me. So keep it coming, haters. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah so here's a question. Yes. Uh, were any of the parts last week, Reeves, did you think uh, that could have been cut? Um, please don't say the script. Those are Tom's pages. No, I listen. I I really like the script. It it was a good one from Tom. I like that he he actually came and delivered it to you. I thought that was very nice of him. Yeah. Um, things that could have been cut. Uh, you know what? I I the the last segment is always very interesting to me. At this point, I'm excited for where it goes this week. Um, I wouldn't have cut anything. If anything, I might have added more. Awesome. Fantastic. That's what I want to hear. I guess since we're talking about the script and we're talking about last week's script, uh, did Tom give you another uh, cut of the script of the movie, the Top Chef movie? You better believe he did. Okay, wow. this is going to be good. He's this. spoiling us and yeah. the and and the listeners yeah. at this point. When it doesn't happen, they're going to revolt. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, listening to this movie, it's got to happen. I mean, you're telling me you don't want to see all these scripts made? I'm like, come on. Yeah. I come and on. the exciting thing about this one is he sent in the email. He talked about how his creative juices are just flowing like a waterfall. Mm. And then he, there's a parenthetical. He said, like one you would see in Hawaii. Mm. LOL. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> but apparently he's already done with this script. And he said he's working on a sequel, a prequel, mm. and multiple spinoffs. Nice. So, yeah. Top Chef. I think he's universe. trying to just expand it all out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He also said that, you know, he heard Jamal read this one last week and he thought that was pretty good and then he questioned why he only was giving me the script every single time (laughs) almost as if like he he thought that giving it to you guys might be putting you guys off or out that you would have to read the script Uh and that would be something maybe you would want to do or be (laughs) so he said, listen, the script for the rest of the season, it could come from anyone and it could go to anyone. So it's up for grabs. It's up, it's for, up grabs. for grabs. So it'll be a surprise. Whoever gets the script, I guess, each episode. Oh. OK, it'd be fun mm. if he got like someone who isn't a host to do it, too. Oh. Like and then we would read it for them, maybe, you know, yeah. like a fan of the show. If a fan of the show wanted to work with Tom to be given Tom's pages and then give them to us to read. Mm-hmm. Feel free to do it. Reach out to us with the pages that Tom gave you, <clears throat> and we'll yeah. read them on the air. Right? That sounds like a fair send thing to do, right? send the pages to uh, at Podchef Podcast on Instagram or Twitter. Just message us with the pages, and we'll read it. Mm-hmm. They yeah. have to be from Tom, though. You can't. Yeah, write they got to be from Tom. They can't Come be on. written by you. These will know. Tom has to have sent them to you. We'll know. Yeah, and yeah. we will know. We Tom will. does have. He does watermark all of his pages. Reeves, do you want to tell us what the watermark yeah. is? Mm-hmm. It's a big old carrot. <laughs> it's a big old carrot, which is something that he likes to eat. Mm-hmm. And um, it's on every. It's like an angry carrot too. So it's like you kind of know that it's like a carrot that Tom would work with. Yeah, yeah. it's like greens are slicked back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of French style. Sailor kinda, Terry tattoo kinda, on its arm. Kind of does a lot of prop comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wears really low cut jeans. You can see like it's like and I'm gonna say something really nasty and I apologize, cum mm-hmm. gutters. Cabner <laughs> well, in this one. Well, you know what? It was nasty. <laughs> I appreciate the apology, but I mean there's no other way. We wouldn't have been able yeah. to identify. I don't know what else they're called. I don't know yeah, what they're called. There's no matter Definitely painted a picture. Yes. <laughs> the only way I have to find out what else they're called is by Googling that word, which I won't do. Yeah. I will. I've already been burned. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, he did attach another script um, or another scene. Yeah. You guys want to hear it? Yes. Yeah. I'd love to hear a new scene. Alrighty. And this is the original one, not the sequel, the prequel, or the spinoffs. So I took a, a gander at it, and yes, it's the original one. Okay. Um, nice. 
but I guess he just wanted us to know that, you know, all those other things are open in case, you know, other people read it, you mm. know, read it, you know, the script and they have entirely other Entirely new IP. This is a new IP. Like the, the, the production companies are going to be salivating for this. This is I all know. new IP. It's so much material. Okay. It is a lot. So this is page 255. Wow. wow. It, so long. <laughs> it's nighttime over the jungles of Thailand. <laughs> A large army cargo plane starts to make its descent from the clouds. We cut to inside the plane. There, Tom and Romy are strapped in on the side. Plane captain yelling back to them. We are about five minutes from the drop site. Get ready. Romy is looking at a photo of his wife and kids. Wait, who's Romy? Romy, if you recall, is... Is he from The Challenge? That one, no, <laughs> this is Roman Reigns, played by Roman Reigns. That's right. That's this is right. Tom's right, right, right. friend right, right, right. back at <clears throat> the bakery. Yes. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay, so sorry. So imagine Roman Reigns. I'm back in there now. Okay. Good question. Good clarifying question. Okay. Romy is looking at a photo of his wife and kids. Romy. Man, when this is all over... I'm going to get a big piece of land for me and my family, someplace real quiet, build a farm, and just live in peace. Tom nods and smiles. Tom looks down at a small picture in his hand. It's of Gail. <laughs> She's eating the strawberry lime curd served by May during the Top Chef season 12 finale. <laughs> Tom, damn, that was a good dessert. <laughs> Nickelback's photograph starts to play. It's one of those versions that's slower and sung by a woman. <laughs> I think it's like, you know, we, we in trailers now, it's all like mm-hmm. 2,000 mm-hmm. songs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, really slow. Like, really slow. Yeah, yeah. Super Just slow. Look at this photograph. <laughs> like that, yep. Okay. Every time I do things you're so vain (laughs) tom leans back and closes his eyes we are taken back to his favorite top chef memories in slow-mo as the music plays Mm -hmm. in the background the first time he walked through the top chef kitchen doors laughing with katie lee joel and shaking his head in confusion (laughs) cutting apart his food and inspecting it like a surgeon (laughs) 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 laughing with padma and gail in the gym working out this was buys and tries day <laughs> oh he's doing a bro split I like yeah that's <laughs> i don't remember that from a top chef episode but i guess he wants it in there but you can tell when tom walks in i'm seeing it more and more mm-hmm. tom walks in and like surprises them while they're mid elimination i'm like this guy just came from the gym he's, he's been doing push-ups at right yeah. like to, to, to look swole to get the pump on yeah. busting out of this chef jacket veins right just veiny yeah veiny vascular 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 um okay so yeah uh in the gym working out that time he did that quick fire and cooked a whole fish in like 20 minutes to show up the other contestants i don't remember what season that's from but i do remember that happening. it's like season six yep i think you're right um hugging trey on this one (laughs) (laughs) a million different cuts of him saying you still got a shot on last chance kitchen and see you on last chance kitchen now I'm noticing in this scene, and over deep in the movie, we're like four hours into the movie right mm-hmm. there, at this point. He's now doing a lot of references to Top Chef. Mm-hmm. Now, where Brian pointed out last week that there weren't very many yeah. in the first couple scenes. It was a real but slow now, burn. Yeah. He is doing a lot of references to Top Chef. It's like the movie really comes full circle. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you just like ease your way into it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, him saying, see you on Last Chance Kitchen. Uh, mm. Hugging Tiffany D. At Judge's mm-hmm. Table, where he is passionately arguing for Nick to win. Hugging Eric. <laughs> Finally, Tom alone on his boat in the ocean fishing. The camera slowly pans back as it fades to black and the music cuts out. Mm. Okay. We are back on the plane and Tom slowly opens his eyes. Romy is out of his seat and down in front of Tom. Romy, it's time. 
Romy starts to walk towards the tail end of the plane. The bottom level begins to open as they are still in the air to make a ramp to the outside. Nice. Yeah. Tom unhooks and starts to walk over. He taps Romy on the shoulder. Tommy, Romy turns around and they do another one of their signature sweet strongman hand grasps. Tom, <laughs> cooking 101, Romy, always peel your peppers. They both laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they both laugh hysterically. Romy goes to walk off the edge of the plane, but realizes he's been handcuffed to the pole. He is confused. Wow. He starts to pull to break the cuffs, but he can't. Romy, what? What is this? Tom, sorry, amigo. I need to do this alone. Oh. <laughs> Romy, no, we do this together. I'm not going to let you die out there alone. Tom grabs Romy by the back of the head and brings their foreheads together. Tom, go home. Be with your family. Romy, tears in his eyes. What are you going to do? Tom smiles. He starts to walk towards the end of the ramp. Tom, I have to put my family back together. <laughs> Tom turns and then jumps out the plane. As he's falling, that Angels and Airwaves, the adventure song starts to play. <laughs> in that scene. Wow. 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 This feels, and I just want to say it feels kind of like Dom from Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. And when he's, he's so focused on family and putting his family back together. Mm-hmm. Which is what I liked so much about this. Because this does leave the window open for like nine movies. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anything that's family focused, you can string out nine, ten movies. You can have a whole lifetime franchise. The actors could die and new actors could come on and just keep making these movies. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So I, I like that part. I like that it's family focused. I like that Tom's a family man. Yes. And he cares about people. He clearly he cares. cares about his friends. Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't let Romy risk his life. Mm-hmm. He said, no, I'm going to do this. Yeah. It's my let responsibility. Do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Romy, I imagine, is like young and fit. Yeah. strong enough to be the I don't know, champion of the world or something like that. Yeah. Like, you still have your whole life, your whole life ahead of you. Tom, though he's fit and looks very young and great for his age, mm-hmm. he's an older gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a little wiser. And mm-hmm. you know what? I'm kind of, listen, I've, I only get these scenes, so I don't know what else is going on, but it kind of, I'm getting the feeling that this is like, this is Tom's fight. Yeah. He's I find it's, fight. I mean, it's fun that you you start a movie and you kind of get to that like two hour mark when you're like oh, you're kind of like huffing and you're like when is this movie over? But this movie like brings you probably back up at the two hour mark and then it's like maybe two more hours and you're like okay this movie's coming to an end. But then this part right here kind of feels like okay I'm getting amped up again because I want to see what Tom's gonna do. Second mm-hmm. wind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you recall, there was a scene that we read a couple of episodes ago where he was in Thailand fighting some robots. So I think this is like yep. maybe a little bit before that happens. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. Right. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, great pages, Tom. Yeah, I, I love those pages. A lot mm-hmm. of fun. A lot of heart I in mean, that one. Yeah, awesome. you got to get, you got, yeah, you got to build it up so that we, you know, we need to connect emotionally with our protagonist. I kind of oh. want Tom to do that thing where he, like how Tom Cruise does in Mission Impossible Fallout where he takes his mask you know, like hits the top of it down and then jumps out. Mm. Like, I want Tom to do that as he's looking to Romy being like, I got to do this. I got to protect my family. And he slaps the shield down, and just jumps out the back of the AC one thirty. Yeah. yeah. That would I'd be also sweet. like it. If Tom did that thing where he like stood on the back of the open um, thing and then just like pull and like facing the inside of the plane and he pulls his parachute. So it just and it sucks him out. Drags him out. Yeah. Yeah. Drags him out. And then he like flies yeah. out and then it, yeah. yeah, I think that's a good one. He, that That'd could be, be like the last cool. thing he says is, you know, like, I got to put my family back together. And then he pulls it and then it shoots yeah. out and pulls out. Or you could do the thing where he hooks on like they did in World War II for yeah. like a paratrooper and he like jumps out and it pulls the cord oh, for him. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. Or he but does like so a Batman and he shoots like a thing and it like a bat yeah. rang thing and then he's like shoo, flies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grappling hook that, of some kind. That, that uh, CIA yes. extraction technique. Yes. Skyhook. Yeah. Skyhook. Pulled that guy right out. Hell I remember yeah. the movie went zoop. 
Sure. This is this is why it's such good writing. There's so many avenues you can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a you can tell good it's writer good when everyone yeah. wants to tag on things. Yeah, and like add yeah. to it. You can, that, yeah. that's where you know it's good. Yeah, no one really wanted to tag on last week, but this week there's a lot. There, of tags so there's so there. It, well, there, I think there's a difference there. It can be really good, and you want to tag on, or it can be really good, and it's doesn't. And it's chef's kiss doesn't need anything. Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't okay. need to add any more sauce to Both the pasta. Valid. And it doesn't bother me. The regs are not my pages. I mm-hmm. was just saying last mm-hmm. week's pages from Tom mm-hmm. didn't have this much tagging on it. And that probably had to do with the People... fact that it was just me here awake and Brian was barely awake. I was, I was, hey man, I was firing all cylinders last week. Carrie, I was listening to Carrie listen to last week's, last week's episode. Big laughs on the uh, open part of the chair part, which also got me with the with his danglies hanging in the open part of the chair it was very, <laughs> very very funny mm-hmm. uh, i think if i remember correctly that is inspired by casino royale so go watch james bond's casino Ooh. royale and that you might see a similar torture scene in that movie okay i love an homage yeah yeah it's and it's a it's a callback to the director i think so you guys, what are your favorite hilfs? Which, of course, is homage I'd like to film. <laughs> What's that again? An yes, homage Sarah? I'd like to film? Yeah, a hilf. A, a hilf. <laughs> oh, um, should we do our next segment? <laughs> yeah, let's do our next segment. It's called Chefs I Prepared for You, where we talk about food that we had last night, only last night, and we present it as if we were presenting it to the chefs on Top Chef. Um, give me one second, one second, because I'm going to go first, and I've got a little thing here. Okay, chefs, I prepared for you. Not putting this in later. <laughs> hamburger helper, baby. <laughs> Three cheese hamburger helper. Wow. That's right. All that talk about it last week, I, I walked by and I said, why not for old time's sake? Wow, one Got more my, time around, yeah. the, uh, around the ring. That's right, and it wow. is probably the last because I'll tell you right now, I ate it, and boy, did it put me on my ass. <laughs> just right <laughs> to sleep. It was just so heavy. I was like, man, I used to eat this all the time. I can't handle it. Yeah, yeah. It's going to make you nice and sleepy. I think you yeah, guys I, called out that you think I wouldn't like Hamburger Helper. Yeah, have you had hamburger helper? You are correct that I would not eat it now. (laughs) But as a child, you better believe I love that shit. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and creamy and cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, I it it, don't get me wrong, it tasted great, but as I was cooking it, and I'm much more proficient chef than I was when I was a kid in making it, and there was just following the directions, there was just a film of grease on top, and I was like, This looks yummy, but also terrible for my tummy. Yeah. And mm. I kept simmering it down, and then I had a, a bowl of it, and it tasted great, but I paid for it. Uh, I paid for it. I, I was so sleepy, slow, so tired. Reeves, do you think you could make Hamburger Helper for Ginny, but not tell her it's Hamburger Helper? And like, what do you think would happen? We should do this. Because it tastes good. She's not listening to this. She would this. know. That's... She, she, I think she is. She likes some hamburger helper, if I remember correctly. So I feel like she would know. Could I make it and she wouldn't know? No. Make get the chili one. We should do. You know what we should do? We should try to elevate hamburger helper. Why haven't they done on yes. Top Chef yet? That's yes. We should helper. try and elevate hamburger helper. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make it into a foam, a nice foam. <laughs> put it on a cracker with some caviar. <laughs> I'm gonna deconstruct it, and you'll be eating uh, raw beef yeah. on top of <laughs> on top of an egg noodle. Yeah. Uh, a whole like a pound egg. of raw beef <laughs> yeah. with with um cheese shavings. Yeah. yeah, with like aged Parmesan cheese yeah. shavings. Yeah, and the pasta just, isn't cooked. No. Yeah. <laughs> Pasta is just on the side for a crunch. Yeah. The it pasta is, is ground up and sprinkled on top like a breadcrumb. Yeah. yeah, it's very powdery. I put the powder on there without water, yeah. just the powder. <laughs> you're dry scooping. That's part of it. You oh, yeah. Scoop. You're a dry boy if you do that. That's some yeah. decent yeah. De- deconstructed hamper helper. You're a dry boy. And I am a dry boy, so that's right in my alley. You're a dry boy. Dry boy. So that's what I had. Um, wow. I'm, that, that made me and so I, happy. And I have that's to finish cool. it. I got to finish it tonight. 
and then I'm Don't never making it. No, I do. I'm not wasting food. <laughs> Got to finish it. And after this, I'm going to eat it and go to sleep. Yeah. Right to bed. Yep. Beautiful. All right. Chefs, I prepared for you. This- do you need a drum roll? Um. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything, but I would like one. <laughs> All right. Do you have one that's longer? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or just maybe yeah. play it twice. <laughs> okay. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> go ahead. Do chefs I prepared for you. Chefs I prepared for you. <laughs> and one more time, please. <laughs> ARs the stew, baby. Spiced chickpea yes. stew with coconut yes. and turmeric. I made AR. it. AR. Yeah. Um, Shout out to AR. Shout out AR. Big ups, AR. Big ups. Hot dog party. Um, Don't talk about that yet. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> this seems like the good time to transition to hot dog party talk, though. Let me go back to my thing. We did talk AR, so might as well bring them hot dog party. Yeah. Maybe we talk okay, about it now. What? And and for those of you who are listening and you're like, AR, who's AR? Uh, it's Allison Roman. Yeah. Yeah. That's who AR is. Do a hot and dog party. If, you, if you don't know how to talk about a hot dog party, listen to this. Because it's absolutely insane what we're doing. What? If I was like, do you want a recipe for a hot dog? You'd probably be like, no. But if I was like, do you want to know how to throw a sick hot dog party? You'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we have AR clips now. <laughs> We've got AR <laughs> clips, and she's a fan of the hot dogs. Um, now, let me ask you guys something. Uh, do you guys eat hot dogs? I do like a hot dog in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, That's I when I eat hot dog. I don't only in the summer. Eat them often. I also feel that if we were to get sued for using clips, there's a higher chance that it would be from her. It's this one. <laughs> than from yeah. Top Chef, but. I, think I don't think so. She doesn't it. even have a website that's finished, so I think we're fine. <laughs> I too clicked on her website after the hot dog video. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> yeah. Brian, what's your favorite kind of hot dog? Do you have a brand? Are you a brand loyalist? No. So I don't eat beef or pork. I eat beef oh, very rarely. Right. I just ate that's beef right. last weekend. I eat it very rarely. Uh, I'll do a turkey dog pretty frequently. Okay. Uh, those cook up much better. The fake meat hot dogs cook like shit. They just like burn on a grill. And they're uh, not supposed to burn fake yeah. meat. Yeah. So turkey dogs, what I'll do, whatever kind they have. Okay. And it tastes like a regular hot dog. Maybe like a ballpark turkey dog. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're still, still getting all the beaks and balls that you get in the pork stuff, which is turkey. And it all grinds up nice. Let's listen to uh, Allison's take on this. Me <laughs> primarily. It's the hot dog for me. I like to include many different brands because I like to think of a hot dog party as an opportunity to have a hot dog taste test. And don't we all go through a phase where we have a hot dog taste test? College. Mm -hmm. That's college Mm -hmm. is the time when you're eating the most hot dogs because they're cheap. They're cheap. You can get a lot of hot dogs. Yeah. Um, And you guys have hot dogs. What what do you put? Do you put ketchup on it? You put mustard on it? So... I, she she did not like people that put ketchup on it. Hold I, on. Hold on. Because this is not all about me, we will be bringing ketchup. I think ketchup on your hot dog is a bad idea. I think it's stupid. I think ketchup tastes bad most of the time on everything except shrimp cocktail sauce. But I'm in the minority, and I, and I know that. At least she knows she's in the minority. You know, she acknowledges that she's a weirdo like me. And she will go out of her way to accommodate others who want ketchup. I so I agree with her. I don't think uh-huh. it's good with ketchup because I'll have uh-huh. a hot dog without it and just put like mustard and some raw mm. onions and some maybe some sauerkraut and it's you just need a little bit of mustard on it, some Dijon mustard or some kind of spicy mm. mustard, and that's good. Um, but sometimes I just want a little ketchup on it. But I I do agree that it's better probably without it. I am a ketchup hot uh, mustard guy. That's my and like relish. I like the most basic hot dog ingredients toppings. Nah, I'm I'm the most basic. I only put Plain. Uh, American cheese on it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> a hot and dog then and, and then do you microwave? It? Are you me when I'm like ten and then you put you put it in the microwave and put American cheese on it? No, I put it underneath <laughs> the broiler so the cheese melts. 
American cheese. American cheese. American wow. cheese is the best cheese for a hot dog. Best cheese for a burger. Mm-hmm. This isn't like, I'm not talking about sliced American cheese. I'm talking about off the block shaved. And then I put it underneath the broiler. Okay, so it's not craft singles. No, it's not craft uh. singles. No, I'm talking about actual American cheddar uh. that you got to shave off of, off of like a block and yeah. get it shredded, and then you sprinkle it on, and then I put it underneath the broiler so it gets a nice toasting to it. Then I put the bur- the hot dog on top. You put the cheese right on the the thing. Mm-hmm. On the bun, you're saying? Yeah, on the bun. Okay, I thought you were saying you put it like uh. on the grill. <sighs> goodness that's what you said that's not what i said that's what you said that's not what i said that's what you said wait let's rewind it back and then i put the cheese right on the broiler um i so i look ar this is an ar stand podcast but Stand podcast, like my description mm-hmm. of the last episode said. Mm-hmm. Why don't you guys tell me when I fuck up and put things wrong <laughs> in the description? <laughs> you're, you're an adult. You got I it. I don't proofread. I didn't read the description. Sorry about that. Neither I'll read it now. Either way, she said that she doesn't like ketchup at all. Her only, which is wrong. I do agree the one thing that she likes ketchup, which is on her shrimp cocktail sauce. <laughs> hmm. So Now, is this an American Southern thing? I don't know what it is, but it's great. Just put it on your shrimp cocktail sauce. Just ketchup right on top of it. And two sauces hmm. together. Hmm. Cold, making right? Of, making fun of her. They don't actually do that. She said on. I think she okay. meant in, but yeah, she says yeah. on her shrimp cocktail sauce. Okay. That's hot right. dog party. Woo. I'm actually having a hot dog party this weekend. I'm going to have a cookout with my mom, my family. Are you going to utilize any of the tricks and traits that you learned from yeah. the woman's video? Yes. I'm getting an assortment of dogs. Uh, she uses the same um, Martin's potato roll buns that I use. Yeah, Martin's those are the only buns. If I go to a store and they're out, I'll go to a different store. Yeah. Those are the only buns for hot dog. Well, first you ask the manager to check the back, right? Yeah. And then I go, hey, I worked at a grocery store. So when I say check the back, it doesn't mean you go out back there, turn the corner where I can't see you, and just wait five seconds and come back and say there's nothing back there. I used to work in the bread aisle. I know you've got them back there. Check the back. Yeah. Check the back. You worked in the bread aisle. You were selling the bread at a grocery store. So it's like you would just be on the aisle. People would walk by and be like, you want some bread? And you would sometimes just like throw it into their cart. Yeah. Just to, yeah, I know. Take it. Like, I know what's happening right now is Reeves is doing a bit, but I actually did work in a bakery <laughs> at a grocery store. So I did stand in the bread aisle and people would take bread off the racks as I was trying to fix and front the bread aisle. So... I like to, if I see someone working and they're restocking something, I like to go right to the cart that they're working in and just pick <laughs> yeah. through and find the, the best yeah. one. And then I'm yeah. like, it's fresh. You'd be I'm surprised somewhere. how many people do that. And then like, I'm just staring at them and they're like, is there, any, is there anything fresher in the back? <laughs> no, I'm bringing it out now. The expiration <laughs> for this bread is in two weeks. Everything that expires in a month. No, it's bread. Yeah, I need to last a month. I'm going to eat this loaf of bread in a month. Hey, how about this? I'll go check in the back. Thank you, please. Please. <laughs> and I walk right to the back, turn the corner, and I count to 30. Yeah. And then I come right back. <laughs> <laughs> and you tell everyone back there, you're like, some asshole told me to check the back. I'm yeah. checking. They're like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah I got it. They go, yeah. yeah, we got it, man. Me too. And then, I, <laughs> then, I, <laughs> then, then I go back out and I say, I do the thing where I throw my hands and be like, ah, we're all out. Mm-hmm. There's none back there. There was one more back there, but I saw someone get it right before I went <laughs> yeah. back there. It's that person right there. Yeah. And then the customer jumps that person, like yeah. just just jumps on top of them and knocks their card over and starts like going through everything. And there's mm-hmm. nothing like it's just that for whatever reason, that person only has bags yeah. and bags of shrimp. So there's nothing. <laughs> I, we can't get into what that person's doing, but this person <laughs> is very disappointed that they couldn't find the bread. And then they're like looking for you. And that's a whole thing. You know, it sucks sometimes when you do that to a customer and then you like five minutes later, your manager calls you back to the back and you walk in and it's like, why is the customer here? And the customer like hands you their badge because they're a secret shopper. Mm. And, and they you're go, under arrest. <laughs> yeah, and I'm under arrest for they also handed me the exact product that they knew was in the back that I didn't check mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in trouble. I got a strike on my record now. Yeah. You're going to jail for lying. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what they do these days. Mm. But it's kind of worth it. I love to lie. 
Yeah, Allison Roman, uh, Hot Dog Party was a fun watch. She did it at the park. She used pee water that she found in a used fire water jug uh-huh. thing. And uh, overall, it's fine. Great. So, chefs. Wait, wait, Reeves, your thing was uh, what did. again? The stew. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's what Allison Roman, yeah. Hmm. Well, let's do not as good as mine, though. Not as good as the coconut chickpea beer that I make, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right, chefs. Last night, we made for you John Moxley's wife's cookbook. Stuffed shells with artichokes. We didn't Ooh. couldn't find shells in the store, so we used a manicot. <laughs> a manicot. We stuffed it. A manicot. Wow. It was pretty good. Um, I, I told Reeves that we got her name's like Renee Paquette. Is it Paquette? Paquette. I think it's Paquette. Paquette. He was like, "Oh, cool! I bet all the names are like cool wrestling things, and they are not." Real bummer on that. Disappointed. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, as we got towards the end of cooking it, the power went out. Thankfully, it had finished in our electric oven, which cut off. I guess that's good because it doesn't cut off. It just gas is going to keep going. Yeah. So we ate it in the dark. I'll post a picture of our dark dinner. Um, usually we have dynamite dinners on Wednesday and we watch wrestling. Wrestling. Careful how you praise that when you put it on social media. No, I'm going to hashtag dark dinner. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what, what should I put? Yeah, we just put dinner. <laughs> but it was dark. But it was dark though. All right. How about black sure. dinner? Is that better? Hey, it was pretty. It was it's, pretty... <laughs> it's your funeral. <laughs> okay, so Brian had stuffed manicot. Um, Reeves had Allison Roman's. Um, what was stew. it? Chickpea stew, baby. Chickpea stew. And I had three cheese hamburger helper. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of guilty pleasures all around. We'll be right back after this commercial break. No comment. <laughs> Just be quiet, because I know you're going to leave that in. And we're back. Um, let's talk about Season 3, Episode 9 of Top Chef. This is Season 4, Episode 9 of Pod Chef. Again, it's super simple. If you're listening and watching, this is where you press play. Um, and we'll definitely going to walk you right through everything that happens in the episode. So watch the episode and listen to this. You can't go wrong. This is like walking through a museum and you've got that thing in your ear where the they're brown telling thing that you, you hold to your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're telling you all the, all of the exhibits that you're walking through. That's mm-hmm. exactly like this. You, you put the episode on and then you press play here and you're like, wow, this is like being in the museum and like, these people know so much about mm-hmm. all the exhibits and it's making me feel super smart. I'm so glad I got out of the house today. <laughs> I didn't have much. Go- <laughs> I didn't have much going on for a long time. Sounds like Jamal to tell a story of going to the museum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And bore people to death. I don't think so. <laughs> so this quick fire challenge, we're making ice cream. We're, we're just making add on flavors to ice cream. It seems simple enough, but someone will figure out how to mess it up. Don't you think? Yep, that usually happens. They the chefs like to get too chefy with it and put like cauliflower and other bogus dumb shit in ice cream. <clears throat> Just keep ice yeah. cream simple. I remember Marcel one season put avocado and bacon in it, and kids were throwing up on the up. streets. They ate it so yeah, much, literally spitting it back up. Yeah, um, trying hung- to retrieve their vomit. Hung- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Marcel hung- pushed them away. No, you can't get it. Yeah. Hung is kind of angling because he is from the Marcel school and he kind of is doing a Marcel thing. Let's take a listen. I'm thinking about textures. Any monkey can make fruit berries and add nuts and add, make it taste good. Hung went all over the place. He wanted to go for like seven different textures and you know, he made white chocolate cauliflower foam. And I think that's all I'll say about that. So I think this is where Hung went wrong because he was thinking about the time where, and this is canon, we know that he owns a monkey and it is a bit of a problem in his life. He probably was making ice cream and the monkey just started grabbing things from the fridge, just whatever was in there, you know, cauliflower, peppers, just random shit and like demanding that it needed to go into the ice cream. That If it wasn't going in the ice cream, then it was going to be a real problem the rest of the night. And so that's he's he's going back to that time. Yeah, he knows that if he just puts berries and nuts in this ice cream, his monkey will bite him. Yeah. As soon as he gets home, his monkey's going to be so angry. It's going to be throwing a fit. He's going to see the refrigerator door is going to be open and everything's going to be ripped out of it. Yep. 
just to really show it to him that he should have put some disgusting things in his ice cream. And the monkey won't even say what he did, he did wrong, but Marcel will know. He'll walk in the door and he'll see everything's trash and he'll be like, it's because I just did fruit and nuts in the ice cream, isn't it? Yeah. And that's like part of the fear because it's like when Hung is making the ice cream at his home, he's just kind of like very nervously grabbing things and slowly mm-hmm. putting it in just to see to gauge the reaction of the monkey yep. and the monkey's like kind of getting fired up and then like i think deciding in the moment that he's okay mm-hmm. you know? yeah he, he reaches for like the cauliflower and looks at the monkey and the monkey's like okay mm-hmm. he reaches for like a raspberry and looks at the monkey and the monkey's like reaching for the like <laughs> the rolling pin he's like are you mm. gonna happen yeah. so when so when hung comes home he wanted to avoid coming home to a monkey with a towel wrapped on its head keeping its hair up a towel around its body and a rolling pin in its hand just like hitting it in its hand just yeah. like you just know checking waiting. for lipstick on his collar mm-hmm. so Casey put <laughs> sriracha in her ice cream that was an interesting choice um, she said it was because everyone liked Sriracha there. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure that means that it translates to everything. Um, Did she not want to win? Is that what it was? Where she was just like, I don't give a shit if this sucks. Like, I don't care if I win or not. So, because I mean, she's trying to swing. She's, but I mean, like, wouldn't you know tasting sriracha that it shouldn't go in ice cream? Yeah. (laughs) You should know that. Yeah. This almost killed the guest judge when he ate it. The guest judge Go- Govind Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think he had much personality to him this entire episode. I don't know about you guys. Trey was excited that he was there. Mm-hmm. Well, we know why. Another bald guy sees another bald guy from afar. Instant connection. Instant. Did the whole head nod. <laughs> so Tom asked if they were cousins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom said, you guys know each other? <laughs> And what sucks is they're like, yes, we do. Yeah, <laughs> so Tom's yeah, like, I knew it. yeah. Tom's like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Tom kept saying, like, you know how I knew. You know how I knew. And like, <laughs> it's okay. Take it easy, Tom. <laughs> like, uh, uh, um. So yeah, this. Let's just. Who wins this? Dale wins the Dale. Uh, quick fire with flambéed peaches with candied pecans and cobbler topping to the that ice sounds cream. Amazing. Yeah, it sounds so really good. does. Really does. Flambé. I would eat I would order that if that was on a menu and they're like here's dessert I'd be like yes please give me that. Mm. But here's the thing because he he won immunity but he also like in the elimination didn't have to take part and said he just went on what looked like a dinner date it, with it, yeah, Govind Armstrong. It, <laughs> I, Awkward as fuck. Did, yeah, he, <laughs> really did. he didn't comment on the company. Just that the food this, was good. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like the food was really good. Yeah, yeah. we see there's like, a clip of Dale opening the door for him, and then they're uh-huh. at dinner, and he just keeps saying like the food was amazing. The food was amazing, and the pulls yeah, out the chair. He's just for looking. Him. What what's his name? The the guest judge is just looking at the ground. Basically, yeah. he doesn't want to be there. Govind. Yeah, Govind would rather be in the club at that point. <laughs> Yeah, let's go to the dinner. club. Yeah, why didn't they just go in the club? They should have. Um, but I do think at one point Dale was like, I think maybe this would have been more fun for Trey. Um, yeah, Trey would have been real excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, their elimination challenge is funny because Patma tells them, hey, take the night off. Go enjoy the Miami nightlife. And I think they did a season one return to sexy cooking because they yeah. told them to go enjoy Miami nightlife and everyone got dolled up. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they pulled up, Padma's standing there with the guest judge saying, ah, not so fast. You're not you're not getting away from cooking. You're actually here to cook for these night goers, these club dwellers. That's who you're going to be doing. And the ladies are pissed yeah yep the ladies are pissed because the, they are dressed like they're going to the club and i wouldn't want to cook in that clothing yeah it's uh very mean what they did because they yes, super they were going to have something fun and instead mm-hmm. they got to do something very miserable and bad yeah which is yeah. cook it, in a food truck <clears throat> all night for drunk people <laughs> i will say this if I was on this show, the show is about cooking. It's not about watching us go to a club. So I would have been like, there's no way. They're actually going to film us partying at a club. Yeah. There's no way. That's not what this show is about. But like, 
I think you there's wanna, no I think way you want to believe. I think you're yeah, like, this will be great. I think they told. I think some people were smart enough to be like, you guys. I know there's some catch to this, and they're like, put your fucking clothes on. Put your fucking clothes on. Get in the stretch limo. Mm-hmm. Don't be a smart ass. Play along. Maybe. CJ was so excited. He was he was so stoked to get into that limo and to go party. Yeah. He was so, and then when he got out of that, he was the saddest, yeah. saddest <laughs> tall man I've ever seen in my yeah. life. <laughs> the world's saddest giant. Yeah. How many women came up to CJ while he was serving food and they're like, "You're tall." Yeah. I see. I think that CJ would hate going out because that's yeah. all he's all getting. He's going to get being like, "You're tall. You're, You're tall. tall. You're tall." I would be a hermit if I was that tall. You'd never see me. But we don't see you now. I'm a hermit. I am actually seven foot five. Yeah, he's very tall. And you're a volleyball player, just like CJ told us he was, right? Yeah, yes. former professional volleyball player. Um, when you're that tall, what else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. True. Play basketball, I guess. Yeah. True. True. Um, no, this, this. I mean, like, other than this, just being like a lie um, by the by the producers. It's all kind of like fun and games, whatever. Until like Sarah, when she's like. I felt like shit. You made me run around the store in high heels. I'm dressed up nice. I had to serve people. Like this was like I don't and think she says. Top. I don't think she says dehumanizing, but she says like something like I just felt demoralizing. like demoralizing. She said demoralizing. Yeah, we, which is one step away from dehumanizing. First you demoralize, then you dehumanize. Yeah, dictatorship one on one. It it was pretty fucked up. Um, it was interesting seeing. So like hung likes to like in his interviews and stuff like that he's kind of like this arrogant asshole but i feel like when he's in a team he's really not that bad like he's just kind of like he doesn't like to assert he'll say like if if he sees something wrong he'll say it once and then he's just kind of like whatever i'm not gonna assert myself too much but he seems kind of like a perfectly fine team player he kind of like i want to say that's in regards to the fact that also they all where when they were shopping, we're like, I'm so glad I'm not on a team with Howie. Like they all bonded over the fact that they weren't on a team with Howie. And what they missed out on is that Howie is going to lead his team to the promised land. Mm-hmm. Burger and milkshake. There's very little about being liked that has to do with being a good leader. Like I don't need you to like me to be for me to lead you. You just need to respect and understand what I'm saying and know that if you follow me, we're going to get to the promised land. This, this, and this. You just have to know that in your gut that. Your leader, without questioning, without anything, just know that your leader is going to get you to where you need to go. Yeah. And I mean, he. it might sound like this is maybe just an interview with him, but it actually was him. He was saying this to his team. He kind of gotten up on like mm-hmm. a freaking egg carton and he was speaking to his team. He was doing the crate challenge. Yeah. And he was trying to motivate everyone. <laughs> Trey was, Trey was standing next to him like, I'm next, I'm next. <laughs> he, was, he was really wobbly as he was doing the speech. And he, the, the promised land was the, the fresh market that they were about to go into. So you can't, And then, you know, of course, he fucking fell on his ass because no one can go yeah. up those stupid crates. And Trey saw that and was like, oh, this looks dangerous. I don't want to do it no more. Yeah. <laughs> this, well, Trey kicked one the best. of the things out, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he ran up Trey, and kicked one. <laughs> Tom was going to go up and Trey kicked it out when he was like three up. And yeah. He was like, ah, fell on his ass. Yeah. yeah. So what what a nice motivational thing for Howie to say, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the whole thing about the best part about being leaders, people don't have to like you. Uh, you yeah. don't have to have good people skills or communication, you know, all things that Howie really uh, has great. At. With. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's happening at, with Howie's team. Meanwhile, Tom's going to talk to uh, Hung's team, and this is what he's doing with Trey. The guy out front, is he like the team leader? Because he's kind of, you know, he's hyped up. Is, he's going to hype it up really is he, nice. Is he the, the designated leader? Once they see the guns, they're going to want to get back uh, here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Who, is, is that Trey laughing? That's Trey. That's Trey and Tom chopping it up, baby. <laughs> Trey has has rid himself of the constraints of his shirt. And he is, uh-huh. He's showing off the guns. Busting he's the guns out. Cooking. He is, I, you can tell, Trey is loving this. I think he is very Good thing they're in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Florida has a stand your ground law for those guns. <laughs> you we need to cut that. You'll be Do safe. need to cut that? No. No. Let's just not talk about Texas. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he was doing great. He had a great time. I do want to quickly comment on when Sarah was like, not the Sarah goes, that goes home, the other Sarah, 
It's like all the women are complaining because they have their, their like cleavage out. And then it cuts to Sarah who has the most low cut shirt on, <laughs> and she's mm-hmm. just like, "I don't care." Like, yeah, compared to Casey and Sarah's yeah. shirts, it was just like so yeah. much lower. <laughs> it was. She was like, "They're upset. I don't care." And it's like, "Oh, yours is much lower than yeah. theirs." Yeah, she doesn't fuck. And she was like, "I'm also not on a team with Howie, so I'm fine." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Howie talks so fun. I just love his voice. Yeah. So one team's having fun serving; the other team's taking forever. Um, but there, there's the, the team that's doing good is selling a great meal. I mean, Trey hits it out of the park with grits. I got taco here. Yep. Oysters right here. We got oysters on the half shell. We really put a lot of food out in a really fast period of time. Grits, 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 grits. Brian's really working a crowd and he's, he's got a good energy vibe. He, he understands the fact that if they just left a party, you know, keep the party going. Yeah, you got to keep the party going. You got to keep jumping, screaming, get that energy going. Your energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be harnessed. Yeah. And I mean, at this point, Malarkey has energy to spare. Because when he's yelling, screaming grits, (laughs) it's someone that already has an order of shrimp and grits and is slowly kind of eating it. And he's right in their face. Screaming it, so I don't know what he's selling at that point. It's just he's got so much energy and salesmanship that he can't stop. It is. We, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say it is good that he's doing it outside, and that there are grits there because, as you know, it is illegal to yell grits inside of a building unless there are actually grits there. <laughs> you yeah. cannot. If you if you yell grits in a theater and there's no grits, you can go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, grits, grits, grits. Everyone yeah. gets up and they're running. Yeah, people are like, where are the grits? Oh, my God. And then yeah. if there aren't, then it's like police officer shows up and it's like right to fucking jail. Everyone who's listening, that rule applies if you're watching a black movie, a predominantly black movie. You can't yell grits. You cannot. Right. Because it's going to be a problem, problem, right? Yeah, it's going to be a problem. All well, black people that like grits. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> mm-hmm. My God, I think. All right, good. <laughs> you guys want to hear some more terrible laughter from this team? <laughs> How'd the team work? To, how'd your team work? The team is awesome. We're on. We're rocking. Yeah! Woo! Is there more noise coming from here or from here? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. They're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> this team loves each other. We're not with Howie. <laughs> It's kind of got a bit of a Mad Max feel to it with like the (laughs) intense laughing and screaming and heightened emotions. Um, Maybe it's just they were tired. And also maybe they're just excited because they knew they were going to fucking crush the other team because the other team had, you know, the sad bulldog that is Howie. They say bull. Howie must have at some point called himself a bulldog, right? Because they yes. all yeah, say it. Which I would never call somebody a bulldog. That's not a term that I would think they'd call somebody. Um, So... Trey Bake wins. Let's just put that out there. Trey Bake wins. His, his shrimp and grits. Uh, they win. Um, that team won. They were going to win. They they actually liked each other. They were working together. I mean, at the judges' table, they hated Sarah's milkshake that she put ice in for some reason. Yeah. Um, kind of Howie's <laughs> fault. Also, she yeah. cooked what looked to be the saddest, shittiest burger ever. It looked yeah. like, it looked like garbage. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was They're, nothing that. I don't know what happened when, like, Howie was first like, let's do crab cakes. I was like, cool, that's a good idea. And then they, uh, and the like, Casey was on that team too, right? And she was like, let's mm-hmm. do corn dog with, like, pancake batter. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. did none of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sarah said, like, I should do a falafel. And I was like, that's a great idea. People yeah. are in that. Yeah. And then, like, no, people, like, just did not pay They're attention like, to her. Everyone's like, no, you're too slow. Yeah. You All put you that together. DC improvisers, we know mm-hmm. you, you do your show at the source, go across the street, Amsterdam falafel shop. A falafel sandwich is a great drunk food. You had a few drinks at the show. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're someone on a certain team, you had them before the show. And then you go get an Amsterdam falafel shop. Brian's talking about himself now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the contestants come in for judges table. And this is great because the judges are so lenient and they, they're so caring and kind to them for what they made them emotionally go through. How did you feel about this challenge? It was pretty horrible. I don't dress this way in my kitchen. I don't even like to um, have my, you know, cooks in the kitchen see me dressed up to go out. I don't ever mix the two. No, absolutely not. I thought 
that this challenge was particularly um, demoralizing for myself. I don't know, I'm running around the supermarket in heels and a low-cut shirt, and I just fell out of my element. So let's talk about your dishes. Oh, that awful, that awful ADR of her being like, come on, let's talk about your dishes. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the concern, Padma. Yeah. Let's edit out maybe the concern or the understanding that Padma probably had for them where she was like, yeah, that was kind of fun. I kind of see they're like, get rid of that. Let's just go. Get rid of that. Let's just go right to the next thing, please. (laughs) Yeah. So during that, uh, they have to deal with that. And then the ladies also have to deal with Howie throwing everyone under the bus, Sarah especially. And then they get in the back and they're fighting and he calls her the baby of the house. And mm-hmm. it's just a whole thing. It's like every week Howie's like defending himself. by being like, look, oh, no, Brian, you do the voice better. It's Howie, like this. You're the baby of the... I, I lost. I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> Sorry. Good. Okay, hold but on. How- One more time. Let me try. Uh... You don't have to like me. You just got to respect me. It's like kind yeah, of it's, it's, kinda, it's basically there. there. It's basically there. Yeah. Let me do one more time. Huge. <laughs> All right. Yep. So yeah, Howie, they're going to fight in the did back. How did Baldwin um, just come into the podcast <laughs> and do a perfect impression yeah, of a Howie? Cut. Ugh. Um, um, yeah, Howie sucks. He's also a liar and has a terrible memory. I think he, because yeah. he'll say things and then like five minutes later be like, I didn't say that. And they'll be like, yes, you did say that. And he'll be like, well, I didn't mean that. And it's like, oh, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Um, I think they also call him a bulldog because he kind of looks like a bulldog, right? I guess, but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, that is me. Maybe that's why he just he seems like he has trouble expressing himself. Like it only comes yeah. out in anger. Like he can't yeah. seem to like be like, oh, here's why or, or like articulating his thoughts of why he disagrees with something. And that kind of like causes issues with his teammates. I wonder if they call him a bulldog because they have to clean the flaps around his face or else they get like infected and they smell really bad. That could be it. <laughs> And that's maybe I also, that's maybe why they lost because they were spending some time doing that. And that's yeah. you know, and that's maybe what Sarah was doing instead of cooking her shitty burgers. Yeah, she once she put four burgers in the grill because she was also cleaning the flaps on yeah. Howie's face so they don't smell bad yeah. and get infected, get like diaper rash. I also got to wonder who, if the whole group as a whole, elected Sarah as baby of the house because like, what if Brian wanted to be baby of the house? Did they give him a chance to be baby of the house? Like. Who died and, like, made Howie elect the baby of the house? Like, was there a vote? They didn't show it to us. Yeah. Well, if there was a vote, I'm pretty sure they included everyone and even people who are eliminated and, like, people like even, like, Clay. And Clay. (laughs) Thank you very much. I am Clay. Thank you very much. So if they did have a vote, I'm pretty sure everyone got a vote. Mm Mm-hmm. I would have voted for Brian for Baby of the House. Mm. No one likes this bit. So let's go he to the definitely end. definitely screams so. yeah. Baby. <laughs> Sarah got eliminated. Let's listen. Sarah, please pack your knives and go. Thank you. I'm a little bit angry that I didn't get to show exactly what I can do in the kitchen. I'm 25 years old and I was competing with people that were 10 years older than I was and I was able to hold my weight for a while. I thought I was a very competitive person, but seeing how competitive people are, it's really not my game. I think I'm too nice (laughs) for competition. There's a really fine line between being competitive and just being an asshole. No, those two things are the same. Everyone who's competitive is just an asshole. Yeah, it does seem to be a lot of the overly competitive people tend to be assholes. Thank you. I take that as a compliment. Thank you. Type A. Yeah. All right. And you might have thought that at this point, after Sarah had expressed her displeasure and having to wear her shirt during the whole cooking and stuff like that, that that was just something she would wear out, that maybe they would 
allow her to change for the section where she's putting up her knives and stuff like that. No, they didn't. They still made her wear that shirt. Um, there was no nice. costume change or anything like that. So they, you no know, time. they're really Get no time. Off. We don't have time for that. They're they're taking yeah. it seriously. That's nice of them. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, end the show with a new closing bit we've got called Brian's Broken Promises. And this is where Brian said he promised to come up with a bit to end the show this week. So, Brian, hit us with it. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Brian's Broken Promises. On this week, we're going to talk about Brian's broken promise to do something with, he said he got a tape, a cassette tape from Tom. Mm -hmm. And at this point, it was several weeks ago. And I think at one point he thought about doing a cameo thing to make that be a tape thing but uh tom's not on cameo and so then he ran out of ideas and so it might not happen and this has been another edition of brian's broken promises all right that's it for us this week uh tune in next week wait just no follow-up just we're gonna go restaurant wars Uh, lock and load boys boys are lock and load until next time we're gonna pack our knives and go